1: were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? You idiot, you fool. Hey,
0: dummy. This is the Ignorance is Blessed podcast.
1: Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it.
0: Hey, idiots. Welcome back to Ignorance is Blessed, the podcast that attempts to overcome ignorance mostly by asking ignorant questions with me, Jessica Michelle Singleton, JMS, if you're lazy or just because. I don't know. I'm a stand-up comedian living in Los Angeles. I also am an idiot, and that's why we're here. Because to some extent, we're all idiots, and that is okay. If you are new, first of all, welcome. Thank you for giving the podcast a shot. Please take a second hit that subscribe button. Once you listen, I would love for you to leave a rating and a review on iTunes. It helps other people find the podcast, so uh, they can learn answers to their ignorant questions. And I won't lie to you. It does make me feel nice reading positive reviews. So a little bit for my ego. I can admit that. But also to help other people find us. We're, we're spreading out. Last week we reached the top 25, 26, top 50. I don't remember the exact number. Nearly 25. Uh, but I think it was 26. Anyways, in, on the charts in Greece, which is rad, Uh, hello to anyone who's Greek and listening. I wish I knew how to say something in Greek. That would be cool, but I don't. Would love to come visit you guys though. I would love to trend other places less for my ego and more because that means more people are getting more information and that's exciting. And thank you to so much for everyone who has been subscribed, who left a review a long time ago. I am thankful for all of you. I'm especially thankful for my best idiots forever, Jean and Kathy over on Patreon. Those are top tier level patrons. Uh there's patrons at all levels starting at a dollar a month for a little as little as a dollar a month. You get full length unedited episodes with no ads up top. you get stand up clips uh I'm gonna start dropping full length video versions for bonus content. We do hangouts I send cards and postcards It's just like I think a fun time over there. It seems like the people engaged are having a fun time and uh this podcast and my other podcast are my two main focuses this year uh It's all about movement and momentum for me with my podcasts. Isn't that right, Moki, who's trying to growl at the door? Quiet. Quiet, Moki. And Moki will be here alongside us, as always, barking and growling and just showing her general disdain for anyone who's not me or my boyfriend or our other dog. Uh, Anyway... Yeah, that's that about the Patreon. I'd love to see you over there. That's where I'm putting the stand-up clips exclusively. And as I said, really trying to grow things, and I am grateful to everyone who's giving support over there. Uh, you know, this year, it's a new year, but the past year has been very weird. Stand-up came to basically a screeching halt, and I uh, am grateful that I had this as a small source of income. would love to grow it. Uh, the more I grow this, the more I can put my energy and focus directly into this. What I like about podcasts and what I've seen some of my friends in the comedy world uh, do through theirs is really take control of their own careers. There's sort of this gatekeeper situation with the normal entertainment industry. You know, you need a manager and an agent to get you a meeting with the person at the network who decides whether they like you, usually based on some arbitrary box that they're checking rather, rather than whether or not you're good. Not to say that people uh, who they like aren't good or are. It's just there's so much not in your control is the point. And this is something I can control and I aspire to make it something that people would like to support. So also always welcome feedback. If you have feedback on the podcast, things you'd like to hear more of, less of, head over to the Facebook group. That is the best way to get feedback because I do interact there and check it it's a private facebook over on facebook it's a private facebook over on facebook it's a private facebook group over on facebook called ignorance is hashtag blessed idiots just request to join and it will ask you a question and just mention that you are a fan or heard about it through the podcast and then you're in and you can start conversations you can ask your ignorant questions that maybe you're like hey i'm afraid if i ask this someone will think i'm stupid or a bigot but i i am not i just don't understand this one thing about this thing I heard. Can we start a dialogue about it? That's okay over there. That's like, I'm, I think progress comes through learning and engagement, not telling people why they're wrong. And that's been the root of this podcast the whole time. So I'd love to have you over there. Uh, I don't have an official sponsor for the podcast, um, but you may have heard a commercial before the intro began. And I would like to, as always, shout out NeuroGum for making this podcast possible. It's. uh gum with B vitamins and L-theanine that gives me focused energy and it can help you if you're someone with a little ADHD, a little bit of a scatterbrain. Uh, thank you to everyone, by the way, who's been ordering using my code. I see those you know, numbers come in and I really appreciate how much you guys are trying this. And I've gotten a lot of feedback from people who are enjoying it. And some people it's not for, you know, but I would love if that's something you're trying to do more of this year, focus and put your energy into things that, you know, you love. Give it a try. Go to getneuro.com slash JMS to get 15% off. That's G E T N E U R O dot com slash JMS. And starting this year, the talker is in, motherfuckers. That's right. I took one online course in cognitive behavioral therapy practitioner ring. And now I'm starting an advice segment, possibly. I'm stocking up on voicemails and text messages and we are going to bring that into the show soon so if you would like advice on something from an ignorant person like me (laughs) you're ignorant unqualified uh un what is that word unlicensed therapy basically um you can leave a voicemail or a text message you just got to call 424-279-4525 that's me that's how to reach me leave a voicemail leave a text we will bring it onto the show and grow that segment should that be of interest. I'm also taking some other courses that will help me in my advice there, but I'll, you know, keep it light and also give some like silly advice with anything and constantly remind you that I am not a professional. However, if you are interested in a professional, I always put a link to BetterHelp in the show notes. So if you're looking for someone you can tell communicate to and you don't have insurance Check that out. Uh, it's, you know, doctors you can call from your phone and FaceTime from your phone and never have to leave your house uh, and and they'll uh, pretty reasonable prices without insurance from what I've seen. Uh, so that's there. If you want actual mental health help, good God, get it from prof- professional, whether there or somewhere else. But, uh, you know, holler at me at haha794525 if you like to use the letters on your keypad. Enough about me. My God, I talk far too much. Wow, what an intro. This is so long. Listen, let's get to our guest. Som Eskandani is, first of all, the brand new producer for this year. And we we're talking about the podcast and the changes we're making. But we go into a little of his life and, and his last year and how he made some changes for his own personal care and how he's invested in himself. And You know what, I wasn't sure where the conversation would go, but it gave, it gave, the conversation gave way to Some really cool insights that he pulled from his experience as a poker player. And it was very interesting how much he's able to weave poker knowledge into general life experience. I think you guys will like it and um, I love him. Let me know what you guys think. Enjoy this episode and uh, it gets cut off at an hour. So if you want the rest, that's what the patrons for. For as little as a dollar a month, you can get the full-length episode, so go over there, but you got a, a great hour coming your way with Sam Eskandani. Enjoy. Hey, idiots! <laughs> uh, welcome back to Ignorance is Blessed. It's a brand new year, and almost nothing has changed, but we're here. I'm here with my amazing friend, but also uh, brought on to help me with the production of this little fucking... Nightmare Rodeo, you guys keep tuning into Sam Eskandani. Hi, Sam.
1: I will be fighting for you to stop calling your beautiful listeners idiots.
0: All right, for the record, and in case in case anyone who listens is always is, is like, yeah, that's the part that I've kind of never liked. It's, first of all...
1: We're all idiots. Whole,
0: we're all idiots. That's,
1: uh, you know, it's, that's Socrates, man. It's like, just admit that you don't know.
0: That we know nothing, which is the whole premise of this podcast, but also... I think it's weird when people, I know people who have just come up with names for their, like, fans. And I'm like, that's weird. Like, the fans, if they want to create a name, you know, the beehive wants to name itself. But it's people who are not Beyonce, which is much different. And I don't think Beyonce named the beehive. They just Uh, appeared.
1: Very quickly, I forgot to roll my audition. Are you rolling your recording?
0: I am. But we can...
1: That's right. I'll 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 pull the zoom audio and I'll look. I'll do my job as a producer, and he's off to a great. You're fired. Safety audio, which I'm recording because because dumb people like me sometimes forget to do the technical stuff. Usually, that's why that's why producers plan backups.
0: Yes. See, you guys, (laughs) things are going to get a lot better because. I don't plan backups, and there have been episodes where I go, well, the audio's just ruined, so you guys can just imagine <laughs> what the conversation was like. It was great. <laughs> um, Yeah, but we're just going to talk about, well, first of all, let's get to know you a little bit. I feel like, for those of you who don't listen to my other podcast, Two Filthy Nerds, Psalm has been producing and making it amazing over there. And
1: Since I came in for book five of, of Harry Potter.
0: In, yeah. Like, late in the Harry Potter game, he was like... I'm not going
1: to lie, I was was binging one through four, and every now and then I'd be like, oh, this would just be so much better if I produced it. (laughs) So confident. and Like, this content is great. It's got to sound a little bit better.
0: I mean, in the defense (laughs) of our podcast, it's not in the defense of it, that it would have sounded better if a turd came to life and produced it. Like... I think I think anyone who listens to anything I put out knows I'm not a great audio engineer and frankly I sometimes get a little lazy with the editing.
1: That's I feel like you've learned a great deal since we yeah. focused some attention on it.
0: Yeah, you've helped me It's funny a lot. how when
1: you focus attention on things you can get better at them.
0: Yeah, and it's like <laughs> I mean, shout out to Neurogum for helping me focus my attention on sorry. Oh,
1: you've talked about that before a long time ago. Yeah. Oh vitamin B. What is it?
0: I plug it by the way, so everyone who heard the intro of this podcast hears it every week and they're annoyed by it. They're not an official sponsor. But I always say it's brought to you by NeuroGum because I usually chew it to like get my
1: very Joe Rogany. very like he's I've the got one... these nine potions.
0: He's <laughs> one the one who let way. me try it. <laughs> 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 We're in the backstage of the comedy store. That's
1: called that's called a good read in poker.
0: I mean, he's like <laughs> so you're I gotta, gonna I gotta love I gotta this solid read on that. Well, it's not like it's not like he gets commission for me chewing it, but like if he did, he'd be he's. <laughs> He doesn't need more money. He's fine. But he's, he's fine. It's B vitamins and L-theanine, which is a nootropic that I don't understand how they work. But there's a lot of bros who be like, oh, nootropics, whatever. But however it reacts with your brain, it gives you like a calm focus. And since I have oh, ADHD. That's what my weed is for. <laughs> it, yeah, it's just everyone has their thing that works for them. And mine's, well, mine's also Adderall since that got prescribed. That has changed my 2020. Uh, doing it very lightly, and I'm still afraid to do it because I don't want to become one of those Adderall people. Even though it's prescribed to me, I still am afraid I'm going to become some sort of weird methed out. Like I need my Adderall.
1: Uh, Madhead.
0: But I love the gum. A cup. I, I've gotten a lot of messages from other people who tried it who loved it. But then a few people think it tastes chemically. So it's worth a try. Use the code that the, was in the, the intro. The,
1: but, the gum full of chemicals. <laughs> It's chemical.
0: Yeah, well it's like, you know, it's all natural shit, but I'm sure it doesn't and Does like
1: flavors that kind of like spearmint and cinnamon. They have mint and, and
0: they have cinnamon. So not a ton are of Are there variety. any other
1: gum flavors besides mint and cinnamon?
0: Fruit stripes. Remember those? Do those still exist?
1: Yeah, but that's if you call that flavor, it's like a 30-second burst of sugar coating.
0: Yeah, or like watermelon <laughs> bubble yum.
1: <laughs> oh man. Oh man! Remember when gum was a was thing? Like the cr- it vice when you were a kid. <laughs> like, that, that was you our cigarette. Like six sticks of gum. Like you just needed the flavor. You
0: gotta- <laughs> yeah, you could tell who was going to grow up to be an <laughs> addict if you really think about the gum chewers. Uh, I just need my my fix, my double men.
1: Because <laughs> if you bought a Fruit Stripes, let's be clear, I don't think there's anyone listening to this who bought a pack of Fruit Stripes and did not chew the entire pack of Fruit Stripes on in one immediately because those flavors didn't last that long yeah
0: so you're just shoveling it in and then you're like look the wrapper's kind of a tattoo wasn't that fruit stripe oh yeah
1: yeah a shitty tattoo
0: where it's like oh we're all i mean cut to years later how many of those people are like addicted to nicorette and covered in actually bad tattoo choices (laughs) probably a lot of us i don't somehow Mm, never got into capitalist
1: conditioning Mm
0: they got to start them young. That's why they had to make laws banning things like Joe Camel, like cartoon cigarettes and shit
1: The Flintstones used to sell cigarettes. If Winston. You've never listened. Yeah. If you've never listened to the commercials of the Flintstones voices doing cigarette like mm. back in the, like remember that episode of I Love Lucy where she's doing like the live commercials like oh, yeah. they used to do back in the 50s where like you would Vitamin just, you'd be in the same studio. It was just the camera would cut and you'd be at the you'd be at the advertising set. And it's like the Flintstones doing that in their voices, selling cigarettes to children. (laughs) Like, oh, my God. Not to children, selling cigarettes to everybody. To
0: adults, but kids are like the Flintstones. By the way,
1: my favorite, one of my favorite moments of pandemic is HBO has all the old Flintstones. And I just clicked one at random. And in the episode, it was like Fred's trying to get out of going to the zoo. And he's like, we can't go to the zoo. I heard there's a virus going around the zoo. And goes, well, then we'll wear a mask. Good night. Oh my god! Like, like nothing for the wind. Like a caveman, a caveman in the sixties is like, oh, are people sick? Well, just put on a mask. Duh.
0: It's yeah, <laughs> a ca- literally so easy a caveman can do it. And yes, hey, Geico. Yeah. <laughs> and yet here we are with this being a political war. We don't need to get too deep into that because I'm yeah. Sure I, sorry,
1: I didn't mean to pull. it. No, I'm
0: call. sure I will <laughs> exhaust people all year going like, anyway, fucking mask. Like I have continued to. But That's, if
1: you're if people are getting to know me, that is. <laughs> That's part of the Get to Know Me. Yeah.
0: Sam <laughs> will come down on you with a wrath if you are out yeah. partying, a if logic. you're without your mask, Yeah. He is Don't. not going to stand for it.
1: I I bring knives to logic fights. Logic <laughs> knives. Logic knives. <laughs> I bring logic knives. And then
0: there's people who's like, I bring a gun to a logic fight, and it's just a regular gun. <laughs> like,
1: yeah. okay, well, yeah. that's
0: America. Okay, well. Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean obviously last year was crazy. You jumped on board. But you came on board to produce a podcast cuz you left what you had been your career for a long time.
1: Yeah, I took I you know it it, it was a a decision that it, it helped that like all of my former careers sort of no matter where I would have turned were they, kind of dead. They were all so yeah, I couldn't go back to theater Uh, he's an amazing singer
0: amazing performer by the way he's very (laughs) modest but i'm telling you now i keep trying Um, to pester him to put out albums or something like start a youtube nobody
1: nobody needs a new up-and-coming 37 year old half white you know (laughs) what they
0: you know who does need it all of the other what half all the iranians um, iranian americans need you (laughs) Gay Iranian Americans need you to I be their icon. It,
1: I'll tell you, if I could sing in Farsi, I, I might uh, step up to that uh, calling. But
0: I feel like you could learn that in a week.
1: Oh, Wasn't it at Selena? <laughs> Isn't that part of the Selena story? Like, she didn't speak Spanish, but they, they made her record songs in Spanish. So yeah, and she
0: blew up. Look at that. Learn Farsi. I, should, I guess I
1: should learn Farsi. I mean, I'm in LA, so that's... We is... could
0: at least, like, translate a popular song and do that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um... <laughs> But yeah, I just, I sort of, you know, I took the opportunity to like walk away from all of my half jobs Yeah. that I, theater I cared about. Poker was more of a family connection. And yeah. So for those listening. People, yeah, I liked the people. I didn't necessarily like the work.
0: The work. And- okay. So he was like uh, an associate producer for World Series of Poker.
1: Sure. Yeah. I was you were sw- like wearing
0: a lot of hats. Over. I, I was
1: a Swiss Army producer. Yeah. yeah. I would <laughs> just sit in, I would sit in whatever chair was empty and they knew I, I wouldn't fuck it up. Yeah. We could swear on this podcast. Right? Yeah.
0: Oh, please. Please swear on this podcast. Yes, that's the whole point of podcast. Fuck you, FCC. You can't stop me unless you want to hire me for a radio show and then I can clean it up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll never clean
1: um, it up unless you want I would to. say like the the closest uh chair that I sat in to podcast producing was Talent Producing. So like we were doing okay. so uh we were doing poker, which is kind of like live sp- sports we were semi live we were, we were yeah. like a half hour delayed but it, but it was like doing the news or doing a live sports broadcast or a yeah, morning show pretty quick turnaround and i would produce the commentators booth mm. often which is very similar to like what i do with you guys on your other podcasts absolutely keep it rolling make sure we're hitting our marks make sure we're hitting our breaks make sure we're saying the things that we need to say and
0: shut us the fuck up
1: yeah and we gotta move it's on it's time <laughs> yeah we oh. need a commercial let's go <laughs>
0: Oh, should we build breaks into this? Uh, Yeah. <laughs> We're planning the podcast in the middle of recording the podcast. Uh,
1: uh, <laughs> We're about I, 10 minutes in, so in like five minutes, we could probably use a break.
0: That's right. That, this is the year, guys. I'll, I'll, this I'll is tell the year. myself. We could just do a half a half an hour break and just put one in the middle and probably like... This is the year maybe you're I start getting executive,
1: ads. You're the executive producer. Yeah. We'll do a half
0: hour. Ha, let's do half an hour and let's, you know, start small. <laughs> Oh God! What was that? That was like a deep throated laugh. Um, well, that's interesting because I mean, first of all, it's evident that whatever you were doing provided you a lot of knowledge to transfer over because you came in. I when you when you were like, "Hey, I would love to help out," I was I was like, first of all, honored because <laughs> we have, I mean, a because you're amazing, but b because I'm like, you know, like we don't we ain't got like money.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I like working with you guys.
0: Yeah, well, uh, we love working with you. Well, I don't want to speak on behalf of Nicole. i sure she does.
1: It really came out of you know your your boyfriend Andy, who I've I've known Andy longer than I've known you, but now yeah. that I know you, I've <laughs> told Andy I'm like you know I I pick Jessica. <laughs> this all goes down. I'm, what's the what's the Larry David? I'm going with Cheryl, Larry. I just need you to know I'm going with Cheryl. I'm
0: going with Cheryl. Um, I'm honored. Thank but you.
1: But I was helping them do like a game for show. their old band, a, a game show, and it was like I hadn't quit poker but poker was just not happening because it's kind of dwindling was, yeah because yeah there's nothing we
0: 2020 play live
1: and it was during it would have been world series of poker which would have been like our busiest season of the year so you're
0: kind was, of like oh i usually i'm like so tied up and now i have yeah. a weird amount of free time
1: and since i know nobody who listens to that who knew me from that will listen to this i will say <laughs> I, not a lot of faith in me <laughs> over in Pokerland that i could like Do some of the higher up producing jobs. And I was like, no, I'm going to design a game show from scratch and I'm going to produce it from two machines in my room. And I'm going to do it by myself because I have done all of these jobs before.
0: (laughs) What? Yeah. I mean, yeah, no,
1: you killed that. I brought you on to help us write. Which uh, was great game show questions, and I just I just adored working with you. I would work Aww. with you for free. I only brought you on for people compliments. that I don't like for money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm only I I only wanted you here for praise. No, I mean when you find people you can work with, and I I feel like, I mean that's the ideal you hope to like, whatever your livelihood is get to work with people that you're like
1: yeah. oh i there's don't there's a reason helena bonham carter is in every tim burton movie well besides that they're married but you know there's reasons <laughs> well, the directors always have the same actors yeah martin scorsese and leonardo dicaprio work well with people yeah yeah
0: you're like oh i'm excited to work with you i know it's going to be a good product i know we're going to have fun and that's why i was like look this podcast doesn't really have a budget will you will you help me for a small amount of money <laughs> Make it. I came to end. you.
1: I came to you. Let's be clear. I didn't. No,
0: I meant this podcast. <laughs> oh,
1: oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, no, no. The two filthy nerds, I was like, yeah, we have nothing. Do you know that? <laughs> like, well, because there's this. Per- I I think sometimes, not even sometimes, people can create a false perception of how well you're doing based on X, Y, Z.
1: Dress for the job you want, like fake it till you make it kind of thing?
0: Absolutely. I, I yeah. think there are people who. I'm sure there's a lot of people in my hometown who probably think i'm rich <laughs> because i have had an album that went to number one on itunes but like have a bunch of social media followers relative to them and it's like i
1: remember sort of as a side tangent whenever you say that like i remember during the writer's strike back when like reality tv became a thing whenever that writer's strike, oh fuck the like the big one on TV, yeah yeah, yeah. It was someone, I think it was uh, Seth MacFarlane, it was someone from Family Guy, who came out and he was like, I don't think you guys understand. Writers are not rich. (laughs) These are not wealthy people. Yeah, it's not rich people going, can I have more money?" money? But it's like, what do you mean you're not rich? You work on Family Guy. You work on blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I work. I don't own it. Yeah. <laughs> you get a living wage. Like yeah.
0: what, what most writers make, make a spe-
1: union minimum wage.
0: <laughs> yeah. Which is like, Oh, and the other thing is, is if you took that wage, if you isolated that wage and put it in, you know, bum Ohio. Yeah. You're making a pretty good living in yeah. LA. You're making a living. You're it's, you're probably relative. Like you can be relatively comfortable depending on your life choices. But you're yeah you're not like oh my brand new Mercedes and New York when I was working
1: off Broadway in New York I mean off Broadway minimum depending on the size of the theater or the sort of tier because even off Broadway sort of gets broken up into into tiers within the union uh, I mean five hundred dollars a week yeah to do eight shows to do eight shows a week you could be making five hundred dollars a week to live in New York City which is nothing crazy but you're on Broadway World and you're on Playbill and you're living you're your dream. you about how great your show is and the reviews are fantastic and
0: and <laughs> that's how like. Broadway thrives is because, because it's a dream and you go that's yeah, fine love I'm it. Yeah, we'll suffering do it for, nothing. for my dream and that's when the hardest yeah. part for me in LA is that like LA prices to me are high but I was always like well it's fine when I'm struggling but getting to live my dream but for the last nearly year now.
1: It was but, kind of the opposite with me for poker. It was it was the first time I'd had money. And I was like, well, I don't like it. But, boy, I like being out of debt.
0: But yeah, boy, is it nice to, like, not <laughs> go to the, the money store. money away. And-,
1: and it was like, well, I'm not gonna, you know, show up for four hours a week to do something that I don't really enjoy for not much for money. For not much money. Yeah,
0: it's <laughs> like, I mean, that's... I, I feel like, I don't know if you've ever seen the meme for the, like, hot crazy scale like the hot where it's like no. there's like it's I think it's just hot girls I don't know if it's just hot people but it's like the it's like this uh graph the hotter of they how are, the crazier or that it's okay to be crazier <laughs> depending on how hot you are
1: oh you can get away with crazy and
0: it's the same thing with like it's like yeah I will do a job I hate for a certain amount of money right now when I'm making no money yeah but like I need that amount of, I'm not gonna do it for less I would rather
1: Over like three or four, my last three or four years in theater, I built up some debt that I paid off in a year. I can't
0: believe you built up debt making $500 a week. (laughs) (laughs) You paid it off in a year Um, from
1: poker. I paid it off in a year doing poker. Wow. And it's, it's, what's funny is like that, like four or five years of debt is the amount of debt I've accrued in this one year of poker. so, of not doing, of not. So let's well, make this the best podcast in the world.
0: We yeah, uh, you guys tell your friends about this podcast. Sam and I need to get out of debt. By the I way, I
1: don't look hungry, but I am. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, I love that. Um, on that note, in a year where you know a lot of people are losing jobs. I mean, it's pretty bold move to even though you weren't making that money, much money, something you don't really like. Well, how did you find the bravery to go? I'm gonna step away from this, even oh, though it's uncertain.
1: One hundred percent privilege. One hundred percent me taking advantage of my privilege. Oh, I've, I've I own property. I come from a family, and, and this was a family job. This was a family business that I, yeah that I sort of walked away from. That it is. It's grown beyond it's, it's no not a mom and pop owned. shop but yeah it's no longer family owned when we started it was family owned and you know we expanded we moved, made your up. money yeah we moved up to the big leagues and things got shuffled around and i was never like a, a salaried employee but it was very clear any time i ever wanted to work for this company i would be able to work for them
0: yeah there and, would always uh, be a job and i for did for
1: for i mean my my freshman year of college th- the summer after my freshman year was my first show
0: Mm. It was and
1: it was really our for it was my dad's first show, it was my first show, it was our first big wow. like poker show. And I, you know, li- not every show, but whenever I wasn't doing theater and there were theater shows where I would fully say like, "No, no, no, there's going to be poker on these dates and if the show is still running then you that's when you replace me because I got to go make money at poker." Yeah. Wow, that speaks um, volumes. And uh but but it's it, yeah, I mean it, it was definitely me taking advantage of my privilege um And I I justified that at the start by doing stuff for charity. So I was running like a charity bingo thing with family and friends. I was helping Andy do the charity game show where we were promoting, you know, at the time it was, I think our first episode was right when the George Floyd protest started and and we pushed a week, but then we would just, we'd give out websites like you can donate here, you can donate here, you can donate here. And we'd give everybody a chance to soapbox and, and, you know, I was like, what can I, you know, I'm not. Hurting like everybody else is hurting.
0: What can I do? But I'm
1: also not going to not take advantage of this moment to say like we're shaking the etch a sketch, and I can afford to do it. And good for you. Let's see what else. But but it's yeah. It's not like I'm trying to be virtuous and say like everybody should have the bravery.
0: No, well, thank you for saying that. Have
1: a lot of money. No, (laughs) no, well, because the thing is, is that there are a lot
0: of people. Like I see, I get a lot of like. First of all, I get an absurd amount of text-based Instagram posts in my Explore page, and they're all, like, therapy-related, like, anxiety, whatever. They're, like, inspirational quote-type shit. There are a lot of people who I think position themselves, and obviously you're not doing this, but, like, as these, like, uh, sort of – they're kind of influencers, but these, like, love and light and altruistic, you know, uh, people who are, like – talk about manifestation – And and the secret and and how, like, you know, if you own, you know, if you really want something and then it's like, yeah, they never tell you that their parents are paying all their bills like they're not surviving off of someone buying their uh, weird bracelet like they have a trust fund and it's like, fine. It's not not
1: to say that there's no value in in. I, I think w- when you ask like where did I find the bravery, I say I didn't, but I think people do find that bravery. Absolutely. who, who are not in my position. and you know, I come from the world of of poker uh, I mean theater and poker, but I grew up in poker and uh, you know it's it's even when you have the least amount of chips at the table, you're not out.
0: Oh, I love that. you're not I out I'm gonna cry
1: and and you gotta find your spot. And yeah, it's way easier to win when you have all the chips at the table and you can take some riskier moves and you can play some wider hands and you can get cute and you can, you know, you can bully people and pressure people and into that. But just because you have the least amount of chips at the table doesn't mean you're out. And, but you do, you got to have, I, I don't, can't think of another phrase, balls of steel. Like there are times when you are going to, pull a bluff and you are going to do something really fucking brave and you got to have the, the balls to back it up. Chutzpah. Yeah. You got to, you got to be able to back yeah, up. No, you have to like, um, you're, and, and that to me is way more impressive to watch. Like when a chip leader, when the person who has the most chips, when the last nine people are in a poker tournament wins, that's not good TV to me. No, I mean, we, love and, an and, and those, we always, when we would come into world series of poker and someone would have, there'd be nine players left and someone has 50% of the chips on the table. Guess who wins? That guy wins.
0: <laughs> yeah, so but you don't every always now win. And then,
1: every now and then, the guy who came in in ninth place is sitting heads up against him. That is impressive as hell to watch. Like, that is like, you know, you just... Like, that. that is not privilege. That is fucking bravery and skill. And, and a little bit of luck, right? right now. And a little bit of luck. Well, all of life is a little bit of luck. Of course, I mean, poker is poker is a game where you don't know two things: you don't know what they have, and you don't know what cards are going to come. Yeah. So, you know, you 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 position yourself for for as many positive outcomes as you can. Yeah. It That's doesn't what mean success majority is, positive outcomes. Like, but like you want to get the most positive. Yeah,
0: bravery and skill kind of meet luck perfectly.
1: Yeah, and I I mean I've always said poker is like the greatest metaphor, at least in in a in a capitalist society, poker is one of the greatest metaphors for for business, for life, for
0: yeah. You know, just no, what you just said wh- what was amazing. move to
1: make next? Oh, yeah. absolutely,
0: and I agree, and I think we but, all. But
1: I definitely like. I don't like being. You know, <laughs> I'm just going back to this. I'm so denying this description that started this whole tangent of like I was not the lowest stack at the table when I decided to make a crazy move. <laughs> I had chips when I decided no, to make a crazy move. The
0: thing is, is like that's okay. You're aware of that. And it's also like I think there's something to be said about like it's okay. Like I, I think it'd be worse to have that privilege and not take advantage of it. Like, well, why not go for something that bigger? That was a big
1: part of it too. Why not use that it to help people? Too. You know, I, I had a I had a boy who broke my heart once.
0: That <laughs> who, motherfucker. If he's out there, who,
1: I'll kill him. But but who described it that way? He's like, No, 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 no. You have a responsibility it's not just a privilege. It's you, when you're in that kind of position, you have a responsibility to do something mm-hmm. with it, not just survive to, you know, and he talked about it, even with my singing, he's like, you, you need to share your gift you with know... the world. Yeah. But share it in a way. Look, if, if make you a feel farsi album, it, but if you feel guilty about it, then share it for charity or share it for whatever, like do, do what you need to do. But like, it's, it's that, you know, the, I don't know if it's necessarily a phrase out of the Bible. I associate it with the Bible is "Don't hide your light uh, in a bushel." I've uh, never heard that you know, phrase,
0: but I like it.
1: We're all I I know it from Godspell, which is the theater version of the Bible.
0: <laughs> well, no, there's that <laughs> phrase of like.
1: There's a line when you hide your light in a bushel, it loses something kind of crucial. Is the way that they rhyme it? I'm sure that's not how it is. <laughs> I mean, there. The well, I mean,
0: there there is this this thing I've repeated, and I don't necessarily believe in like this like Christian version of a God, though I was raised Catholic, but the idea of some type of higher power, greater power, the universe, what uh, your talents are, what the universe gave to you and you sharing those talents are what you give to the universe. Like,
1: Oh, I like that. Yeah.
0: Oh, Oh, I'm going to cry. And I have heard that (laughs) quote so many times. I just am very emotional this year. Uh, No, I love that. But I just love that you were like, look, yeah, I had a, I had a big hand at the table. I'm I'm probably saying it wrong, but like, I'm, I have no problem with the fact that people, it, it took me, I used to have a problem with the fact that people just had a better situation. But I, after years of like work, I like got over the fact that like, yeah, some people got dealt a better hand. It's when people try to pretend they don't. Maybe no one's doing that. I knew one girl. I'm just caught up on one Instagram influencer from five no, years ago.
1: I, I I, <laughs> I, I, don't think anybody would deny that. Well, that like, there is that pull yourself up by your bootstraps crowd who doesn't appreciate that they drive on government funded roads, who doesn't appreciate that, etc. You know that that's that's a a a, a very Skewed degree of, of that person that I'm talking about, but it's that same mentality. Of course, that mentality exists. No, of course. Of course. I
0: mean, it's all with well, there's so many things across, you know, across the board. But I, I've
1: i said the word trust fund baby more times than I can count in my life because I never, I don't want to get credit, like, you know, especially in theater where it's like you, you, I mean, I don't want to turn this into a, a, a podcast about theater because that industry is completely fucked. And there were oh, yeah. so many talented people in New York and talent wasn't enough even then cuz you had to be able to live and pay what? No! and go into debt and and it's not a, it's not a lucrative industry and there were I saw some of the most talented people give
0: up because they couldn't survive way
1: more talented than me way more talented than me what? just go away and I never felt I never I didn't share on social media like I, I never liked Spouting my success in theater because it always felt like bragging about privilege. Like I could do these shows that other people maybe couldn't afford to do.
0: Well, on one hand. That,
1: does that make me special? <laughs> like, no, I don't well, think it makes me like, special. It makes me lucky. I don't think like, that that
0: is unique just to theater. I think, especially in any arts field, I i think you would be hard pressed. And, and not that they don't exist, but anyone who has, like, really risen up or is actively working within any type of like acting, stand-up comedy, musicians, I'm sure there's a lot more that at least came from a position where they had enough money that they could be okay not making money for a while. Yeah. Whereas like if I you have seen- to struggle to survive and then extend your energy into you know, your art, it's going to wear on you and if it depending on where you live, depending on the circumstances, eventually you're like hey, I I got to I, go. I go.
1: Yeah and it's sad i can't sad. afford care i can't afford yeah my rent i can't afford, I can't afford my afford rent to eat. and then i can't afford my sanity oh it's uh, you know
0: yeah and it's so sad that like i in my opinion i've i've always thought that i'm like i don't think we'll ever see the most talented people like some people have both no. and that's fine but like there are people and, that we're going to miss. And, and
1: there's a danger i think in in like, it's always good to praise when that happens. Yeah. When the most talented person who against all odds. Yeah. Against all odds. But it's also like, don't set that as the, the po- expectation. expectation. I, I, there, there was a, there's a, I think it was on Freakonomics. I'm like an, a, a podcast junkie. And Yay. they were talking to, uh, they were talking about LeBron James and the actual metrics of, of, you know, what, what are the odds that you'll make it as a basketball player?
0: Yeah. And Ooh. LeBron
1: James had got flack for saying something like he, I forget. I, I don't know the sports exact quote. that well, even though I, I've worked for ESPN more times than I can count. <laughs> I just don't <laughs> know sports. Um, I don't know sports beyond poker. And, uh, and he, but he got flack after winning MVP or something. Of course. And he goes, you know, you know, I was never supposed to be here. I was never supposed to be here. And there was a community of people who said, like, don't say that because like, of course you are. Like, you are the success story. You are the kid from nothing who yep. and they went and broke it down and they're like, no, 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 no. He no, should no. say that. If you want to be, if you want to be a basketball player, you need to be tall and rich, and that's about it because the majority of the people who make it to the mba are tall and rich and this guy came from not rich he yeah he was tall and he was talented very talented. i mean tall talented and rich obviously you eh, well,
0: shitty, arguably rich, some of it if you're tall player. enough you don't have to be that talented
1: but but rich <laughs> is a factor rich is absolutely you gotta be able to afford the training you gotta be able to afford the college they go to camps to the, gotta,
0: yeah and there's I mean, feeder it's, it's, high schools so it's like you're hard, you're, the odds of even getting seen in, like, a regular high school by some of these big, big league schools, yeah. they recruit from,
1: uh, it's bullshit. But it, it was important to him to be like, no, uh, that's not reality. The reality is not if you're talented and you work hard, you're going to make it. No, he
0: beat th- th- the don't, odds. Let's
1: not pretend the world is fair in that way. It's not. Yeah. It's not.
0: Ah, oh, I didn't know that happened. I think that, like, as much of a bummer as that is to hear, I think that's such an important message to go like, you could, oh no, I'm going to cry. No, I'm not. I'm fine. You <laughs> well, could be it's... the most talented whatever. But if you are not from a certain echelon of finances or depending on what you're doing, you know, uh, just people in the right social circle, like
1: you. Then know the challenge in front of you. Yeah. Be honest about the challenge in front of you. You, you, can, you can manifest and you can have your secret. You can use your crystals but, and but, pray. Uh, you know, it, it, to me it would be like playing poker and saying, you know, the flop comes out and I'm not going to look at it. I'm just going to keep playing with the first two cards I got dealt. Well, but no. but you're leaving half the reality on the board. You, you got to play within the realm of reality. And acknowledging that you know you can't be ignorant of the given circumstance yes well (laughs) no and i think to pull it back into ignorance is less like if if you want to succeed at something you can't come from a place of denial
0: yeah well and i think that's important because just like you said sometimes the person sitting at the end of the table is the guy who started with the least amount of chips on the other hand it's like sometimes You lose and you're out. And that doesn't mean you're not an extremely talented poker player. Sometimes you're set up to lose. Yeah. Sometimes you lose.
1: You know, and, and on the other, the flip side of that is also like, you know, people say poker is a game of luck. There's always a pro at the final table. And I'll tell you what, the World Series of Poker, 6,000 people play that game. And it's not by accident that there's always a pro at the final table because you also got to be good.
0: Yeah. It's not all luck.
1: And you got to get lucky. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And we don't all get luck. And like that sucks. But it's also, I think you're better prepared to move throughout your life if you grasp that realistically. Because it's like... Yeah, you know, like we don't all and happier. I think you end up happier. Uh, yeah, no, if you can you, learn to like let go you don't of get something,
1: frustrated by by when the world doesn't confirm consistently does not confirm your delusion.
0: Yeah, I mean, I agree completely. I think th- I think there's a lot to be said about ha- your happiness being impacted by how well you are able to let go of the things that didn't go the way you wanted. You know, like just going, I really wish that would have worked out better, but what's my next plan? Where's the next yeah, move? Yeah, that's
1: part of it, too. That's part of it, too.
0: And I also think that, like, we live in this culture where we're fed that, like, the dreams come true story or whatever, where I, I wish there was more of they a narrative.
1: Do. They do. But I'll, I'll tell you what, and I, t- I say this to people when they come to Vegas, um, I was never raised to gamble. I was never raised to put a quarter in a slot machine Wow, or money on the blackjack table. We were taught to play poker. Yeah. Like my dad was a professional poker player. Did he not look at that my, as gambling
0: my, as much? Because it's like skill-based? No,
1: because there's skill and and there is statistical return. You can look at the statistics and you can say good players win, bad players don't. Period. Full stop. Science is there. It's all there. There are people who my dad made a career out of. Before we ever got behind a, a television camera, he you know, he raised two kids playing poker.
0: Yeah. He was good. He was Backers who Kenny Rogers was, was talking about.
1: But he was good and he would also not take the money and then go to the blackjack table or take the money and go to the craps table or yeah. take the money and go to the red table. But my point being, you know, when you look at or, or I'll frame it in another story. I was in the Vegas airport, yes. which, if you've never been, is just wall to wall slot machines, littered with, with slot really. Machines. I'm assuming really low payouts. Oh yeah, like at casinos, they have to keep them relatively competitive. Like you're not going to go to a casino if it's clear they have like a 53 yeah. 47 advantage on their slot machines. They'll try and keep it 51 they'll, 49. They'll try and keep it competitive. At the airport, I assume your odds are just it's like 99 to one. The casino. But there was this group of high school kids, I'm assuming a sports team or something. They were all traveling together with like a couple chaperones, and they had one of those giant, you know, the slot machines that are like six feet tall. Oh yeah, the the giant are gigantic, and and the handle is gigantic. And these kids were all standing around looking at it, and this guy comes up and starts playing, and right off the bat, hits. He hits something that the bells start going off, and the the cashier has to come over and confirm the win. Oh and God. I just looked at the kids and I was like, don't make the mistake of thinking. That
0: that's likely. That
1: that's Vegas. Yeah. Because that's what they want you to focus on. The winning. They want you to focus on the one time you win so you don't focus on the nine times you lose. Yeah. And that is true, not just of gambling. That's true I In mean, life, across well, the I, board, I they think... want to accentuate the positive, which is you know it's not again it's not to say like don't not accentuate. Yeah, no, definitely just, don't forget to, to celebrate your, your wins. Your yes, but but don't celebrate your wins to the exclusion of your losses. Yeah,
0: don't. Don't for like don't negate the losses because that's what you learn from. That's how you get better yes, in life. Exactly. And you can't do anything with a slot and machine. And in the but... case
1: of casinos, it's like whenever someone says, "I hit a ten thousand dollar jackpot," I'm like, well, "How much did you lose last year?" Yeah. Don't look at it like you're up. It's it's fine to have fun, but don't say I won ten thousand dollars when you're twelve thousand in the hole because yeah. you didn't. You lost two thousand dollars, <laughs> and and deluding yourself in that way, you can have the fun. And be honest about it. Both of those things can exist. But don't have the fun and then pretend that you're also winning. No. Because you're not.
0: You're not. (laughs) Well, and it's like, you're not. Your life and your well being is exponentially better if you can be. You can't improve if, like, you can't improve your situation if you can't be realistic about your situation. You know yes. what I mean? Like, if you're just like, I'm killing it. And it's like, no, you are, it, it is really bad right now. And you, yeah. like, you need to be, yeah, I guess present and self-aware enough you to know, go. I
1: mean, it's it's that notion of like, I don't know, maybe this is inappropriate for me to talk about. Never. you look at like African-American parents who have to have the talk with their kids. Black. About. About when the cops pull you over and about, look, this is the reality and it's a reality that you need to accept because if you don't accept this reality, the odds are against you. Yeah. Where you need to.
0: Like you can't sweep it under the rug.
1: Yeah. And it's and it's. What a hard. cut. It's an uncomfortable reality and it's a very useful reality and it's a very useful ground floor from which to build success. They're not telling you that so that you don't succeed. They're telling you that so you have the best floor yeah. to continue to succeed, to continue to fucking live.
0: Yeah, which in, it sucks. In some instances. They shouldn't have to tell you that. That shouldn't be the case, but like-
1: Of course. But, but the then, other but option of going- it Denying it doesn't get rid of it.
0: It sets you up for failure to just go like, well, I don't want to like make them scared of the world. I don't want to disappoint them by, you know, letting them know there's bad people out there. You're setting someone up for failure. And I think that across you the board- You find
1: a way to thread that needle. It's 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 not a fun, it's no. not always fun. No, but of course I think not. It's more productive.
0: Yeah. When well, you set people up better, like, yeah, I mean, general self awareness and, like, you know, sure, your overall delusional. Situational.
1: Situational. Situa- absolutely. Where it's like,
0: self-aware. you know, if you're not made aware of the things that would be hurdles in your life. I guess maybe you could live in a slightly elevated level of like delusional joy until they happen.
1: And you can keep winning. There are gamblers. Maybe
0: you just never lose. And
1: you're like, yeah, there are gamblers who are up. But also that
0: speaks to like uh, to circle back with like the, you know, the conversation about privilege and stuff. It's like, well. It's also I think important for people who are in a privileged position to know that like this isn't the norm for everybody and you need to know that maybe you just keep getting lucky but you need to understand like deeply that like what well, worked out for me doesn't mean it's going to work out for everyone
1: because yeah. and be and be grateful.
0: Yeah, because people who keep getting lucky be grateful lucky, for luck. Yeah.
1: One of my favorite ever moments in poker television. It was, it was on, like, a summer live stream. It wasn't even on, like, the main... I don't think it was on our main ESPN. Um, this guy just, you know, he hit his two-outer. I mean, there's... So there's one card left to come, and you're behind. And of the 44 cards left in the deck, only two will make you win. Oh, whoa. And he hit it. And that man... Oh. Fell to his knees and just thanked whatever his God was. Wow. I've never seen a celebration like that. Because he knew. He wasn't saying, look how good I am, look how good He's I, played. Like, I
0: he was like, it worked. Being I got lucky. For how
1: genuinely lucky he got in that moment. And that to me, there's a reason that that resonated. Because that is that's the right. That's the right response. Yeah, I knew I was going to hit that card. Oh, I'm the fucking best player at this table. It was like, no, I was in a bad spot and I got lucky. I got so fucking lucky. And I'm going to keep playing now. I have a responsibility now to play better. I got those chips. I didn't have them before. What's next?
0: What can I do with the chips I I have?
1: Yeah, let's be grateful. Let's be thankful. Let's not pretend that that was a skill move there. (laughs) I got trapped and I got out of the trap. Thank Jesus. And yeah, what's next? Just now, being honest. Yeah. Now clear my head. That was lucky. That was fun. Back to the skill. Absolutely.
0: Like, and that back, keeps back you to focusing my skill. You know, that kept that guy. And like, as an example, like don't delude yourself into thinking because you got lucky that you're better than X, Y, Z. You know what I mean? That like, you know, ps- I got
1: lucky. This will be the last thing about me. (laughs) This This is about you. You're the guest. Well, we also need to introduce, sort of, uh, you know, what we're doing thematically. Okay, we'll do about
0: you, and then we'll take a break, and we'll come back and talk about the podcast. (laughs) This
1: is this is more than I typically like to talk about myself.
0: Well, welcome Um, to being a podcast guest, bitch.
1: But but uh, but it's it's a humble brag. I'm going to do a humble brag for myself, which is I got really lucky when I was in New York um, when I was doing theater that a friend of mine had booked this concert at Carnegie Hall. And uh, like, a not her concert, but like a big concert. Yeah. Uh, this this uh, great company called, uh, uh, oh, fuck. I can't think of their name. We'll have to edit that. Distinguished Concerts International. That's what it was. <laughs> I was like, I so grateful. Any, I had a clause where anytime I had to talk about it, I have to mention their name. And I was like, oh, no, I'm really bad at that shit. I don't do social media. <laughs> I know, I'm so sorry. But this <laughs> this Distinguished Concert International who puts on these massive, massive concerts. And they fly in choirs from all over the world. Wow. And, they, you know, it's, it's really cool. And they just couldn't find, they needed one guy who could do five different, wildly different songs. And they couldn't find anybody. And my friend happened to book the concert and happened to know me and happened to know that I was probably capable of doing all those songs and put me in touch with them. And I sent them a tape. And blah, 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 blah. never would I say, I worked really hard and I got to Carnegie Hall and I was auditioning for concerts and I was, oh man, I got fucking lucky. Oh, no, <laughs> so but you lucky. Also... I, got... I was prepared. I was prepared for the luck to hit. That's what that's it is. That's part of it too. But that's it's success. Also, but, being but prepared you can't for luck. deny, like, there were people who are really trying. That to, they're like,
0: that specific to thing. Get,
1: <laughs> to get there, to get in Carnegie Hall and sing in that space. And they don't get to do it. And they yeah. are not less talented than me. Some they of them might not, be. You're very talented. They are way harder working than me. And it's not to say that I'm not talented and I'm not hardworking, but you also need to acknowledge, yeah. like, man, there was just a right place, right time, right person that fell in my lap. Yeah. And like, don't, let's not pretend, let's, let's knock it out of the park when we get that that shot, but let's also not.
0: Pretend that did happen. Pretend
1: that I did that. Yeah, you know that I, I was on plucked, own, plucked that, from obscurity, on my own, yeah, by from Carnegie my own Hall. hard work. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, and that's and so
0: important because, like, you could be super talented and work really hard, and like sometimes there are people who that that na- opportunity just never aligns.
1: And I'm so hashtag blessed.
0: Yeah, hashtag, <laughs> hashtag and we all I'm it all comes together. To well, no, I think that's important because also knowing that. Is something that As a
1: producer, that was a great moment for you to throw to a break. But I'll I leave. know, but wait,
0: I need to say one more thing because I talk too much. I think knowing that and keeping that reality close to you, especially if you are pursuing something that is, quote, a crazy dream. You know, and, oh, that rarely works out for anybody. Is that at the end of the day, if, if you didn't get the part... If you didn't book the show or the, you know, the record company didn't pick you up, like so many, you can know that like, I worked as hard as I could. I am talented. I didn't, I, today, the lucky call didn't come
1: in and
0: that's okay. But always
1: leave it all on the table. Yeah. Always leave it all on the table. It
0: doesn't mean your art isn't amazing.
1: Oh, I mean, sometimes look to, to flip that poker story around the other guy, 44 of those 46 cards were going to make him a winner. And he and lost. He just, he just lost. He you just, just go, lost.
0: It's not my Didn't day. Didn't do
1: anything wrong. He played better. He trapped him. He had. He did everything right. And sometimes pff, those two cards come out and you're The fucked. river
0: just washes away <laughs> your dreams.
1: <laughs> Look All at right. you knowing it's called the river.
0: Look at me. I, I Yeah, I dabbled in some Hold'em. I was in high school when that show, when World Series came on the air. Moneymaker?
1: Right? Yeah, Moneymaker was uh, 2000. God, I should know that. That's so bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My parents had a pop-up, like, little round poker table. I knew Hold'em, oh, man, kind of, but I knew... Texas Hold'em? Yeah.
1: yeah. Is there other Hold'em? That's what most people... Yeah, I mean... Montana Hold'em? Yeah, but (laughs) Omaha Hold'em. Oh. Potlum and Omaha, Hilo. Whoa. there's, Yeah, but Texas Hold'em is what most
0: people consider
1: poker on TV. It's the easiest game to film, which is actually sort of a happy, like, it's not necessarily the hardest or the best game. It's just the easiest to put on TV. It's the least amount of graphics.
0: And I think it's probably (laughs) the easiest for, like, novices to understand. But I think I knew you know, the yeah. the technical rules. Yeah. I like, I know which cards make the things, but like there's, I was started like, you know, you and I started playing around in poker. You were teaching me some things like there's skills that go way beyond what cards yeah. add up.
1: That's like understanding what, what piece does what on a chessboard. Yeah. You're not playing chess just because, you know, the knight moves in an L. In an
0: L. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> that's, that's not chess. Oh,
0: uh, <laughs> uh, life. All right. We're going to take a break. And we'll be right back to tell you about uh the fun the fun year ahead we have. All right, we're back. Let's talk about the show. All right, so we've got some some fun new stuff coming in hot. Uh well, yeah. If uh first of all, if you haven't joined the Patreon, patreon.com/slash ignorance is blessed. I put up full-length episodes, anything over an hour. Sorry to force this. I already put this in the intro, but I'm plugging it again. Um, hey, if I'm you putting up join, st-
1: I might actually get paid. So stand-up clips.
0: I use a portion of it to pay some, so please join. <laughs> and also, I tweeted this. And full disclosure, we are so far away from this number. Uh, because you can join for as little as a dollar a month. But if we hit 1500 somehow hit $1,500 a month. Anything over that, I will automatically donate to charity for the entire year. Uh, And and we'll adjust that as years go on and figure out what that means. But as a goal to like, that's enough that I can pay some. I have money to pay my rent. I will give the rest away. Um, So you could be helping charity if enough of you pay. A dollar? $10? $25?
1: Make them feel guilty. Give them that And (laughs) if you don't join, think of the children. Think of the children. Won't somebody think of the children?
0: On my St. Jude's calendar that they keep sending me, though I've only donated $10 (laughs) once four years ago. All
1: right, well, as your producer, I'm going to try and keep you in time for this episode, but let's talk about uh, what we discuss. I'm like, I'm uh, all about... uh, sort of streamlining and focusing and structuring (laughs) yeah especially coming from a venue as chaotic as poker where you really have to look for the signal and the noise
0: yeah how do you
1: tell a story in a game that almost is inherently random (laughs) you got I mean it's it's so much easier to do in podcast land.
0: (laughs) absolutely so I think one big thing about this year that we're doing to kind of Add a little more structure and give you, you know, specific things to look forward to. We're theming our months. So uh, every month we'll have a theme. This episode arguably is a little off center from our January theme of wellness. But I think we got in a lot of life lessons with the poker metaphors and like.
1: Well, I feel like we talked about wellness also in terms of change. Wellness absolutely. in terms of like, like what I did absolutely was an act of of wellness to myself just in terms of i'm not happy doing x y and z i'm gonna not do it i'm gonna this year gives me the opportunity to take a little you know the the you know they have that saying that it's japanese use the same word for crisis and opportunity oh wow i i you never heard that
0: no, that's oh, incredible. Yes,
1: same, they, I don't know what the word is. I just know the phrase <laughs> that they use the same word for crisis and opportunity. It just means. Oh no. It just means a not normal situation, which you can frame. You can't respond to normally. You yeah. so What do you do? It's an opportunity to react. It's an opportunity to react in a way that you wouldn't otherwise react on a. On a you wouldn't have the
0: opportunity to react. Yeah.
1: And I took that opportunity to exercise my privilege and find a little mental wellness.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, that's so important and not to stir off of us talking about the overall format of the podcast, but really, if I could really quick, since it's within the theme, since we're on talking about it, is there anything specifically you're, you're hoping to do for your own wellness this year? Any things you're looking forward to things you would like to incorporate more of or less of?
1: (sighs) Things I would like to incorporate more of or less of. If I could I mean, really I quick, just, yeah.
0: I saw something on Instagram the other day that I thought was really interesting, talking about instead of having resolutions, incorporating themes. And that really spoke to me because we're doing monthly themes, but going, okay, my theme for this year is movement. I'm going to move my body, I'm going to move my career, I'm moving. Or, like, you know, serenity. Or is there, like, a theme you would like to bring into this year for your own... Interesting.
1: I haven't thought about it that way, but I think circling back to what we were talking about, it's... I need to... I need to be a little bit bolder with my chips. Because I've got chips.
0: Got chips. You can make I've got chips
1: at a time where some people don't. Yeah. And I... And, 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 you know, but also not looking at life like it's a knockout event. No, but, you know, but ta- I, I'm not, you I'm know not take advantage. Knock, I'm not uh, you know, my dad supported our family, his entire family, his brothers and sisters, my cousins, like everybody playing, using, playing his, using his chip stack, you know? He yeah, literally. Chip stack and he, yeah. And uh, I, I absolutely... Want to do more of that? It'll be interesting to think of it that way. I, I've never thought of it that way, but uh
0: find ways to support the world around you yeah, with what you have.
1: With what I have, either and, charity, and, and, but family. that means, but that means I gotta play. Yeah, I can't just sit. You know, there are there are celebrities who quote unquote play poker. Some are really good. Some are okay. We <laughs> gotta cover them when we get them, just because it's you know it's, just it's interesting. ratings, but. The biggest mistake I see them make is, you know, World Series Poker Main Event is like a 11-day event, it's and they'll bag. make it to day five or six with a healthy amount of chips, and then they freeze, and they just... They get blinded out. We call it. They just little by little. They just the, it whittles away and whittles away and whittles away. And wow. they don't make any moves and they don't do anything crazy. And they are so shocked that they made it that far that they just try to survive to the next day. And that's the wrong move when you have that's chips. Kills it's them. Not try and survive to the next day. It's you c- keep spinning it up because it escalates. Keep trying to win. The world just escalates. Your cost ex- escalates. Your you know to play each round of poker over a period of time costs more money. Yeah. So if you're not building as you go, you're going to fall behind no matter how many chips you think you have now. And I think that's advice I I absolutely should give to myself, which is don't just sit on these, don't just don't just survive on these. Yeah. Chips.
0: Don't just play the the fucking what's that called? The buy-in. What is it? What are you? The
1: ante? Yeah, just don't just blinds. play the ante. <laughs> trying blinds? to say
0: things and not knowing <laughs> Annie up and then also bet a little. Yeah,
1: and don't just wait around for aces when you've got chips. You can you can no. go crazy. You can you can produce some free podcasts. You can uh, you can diversify. Until <laughs> you, you get those aces. Game show, like I'm trying to create a game show with Andy. Yeah, I, uh, you know, which is all I stuff think you... that's, it's costing. It's I'm not making money, but I can afford to do that and look, if I create a game show and I can employ Eight of my friends that's such a fucking win like that's such a win I'm here to be like, a writer that, that's that's the you absolutely are
0: well no um, that's my goal too is like if I could build something I have up to the point that it can be lucrative for people I like especially people I like working with if it's you know work related and new
1: people people I don't even know people. yeah
0: bring in new people like create opportunity for others yeah. oh yeah
1: that's and and look i think the entire world is shifting in terms of you know what businesses are going to have what share of the economy oh yeah and i don't think it's going back i don't (laughs) think it's
0: going back yeah you're done coal Um, miners sorry yeah i mean that's a
1: really um sort of Specific version of what I'm, yeah, no, yeah <laughs> specific as well but, but yes I mean that is the idea and it's like
0: what is growing what so can like, I do knowing that
1: so why not take your chips and start betting on this market and this market and this market and this market and see like our podcast is going to be the thing our game show is going to be the thing are, is live streaming going to be the thing in terms of entertainment like I'm in the entertainment world obviously if you're you know if you're a chef do you need to start coming up with a, a, a more streamlined delivery system where you're not renting a restaurant, you're renting a kitchen. You're yeah, renting kitchen, or industrial you can just send out space. the recipe. Do- like, I when I go now on my on my food apps, and I used to see this before, Um, you would see multiple restaurants share an address, and it was because oh. they weren't physical restaurants. I assume it was some kind of industrial kitchen. Wow, and they would all be cooking from that space, or it's one person. making different menus different exactly and it's like look that's that's, how you adapt that's that's using your chips and playing the game that's not sitting on your chips and going i have enough to survive for a little while it's like yeah but what happens when you're done surviving you and you're out and
0: the restaurants still aren't allowed to have people in yeah or whatever
1: you know but that's a good i i sort of i like that framing of it play your um, chips to shoot gonna... my own horn of what you just had me come up with
0: <laughs> no that was great i mean i think but that's that a great me metaphor well. for I a lot of people. that us. to me
1: is so i'm not just sitting here spinning my wheels and going what was me theater's not back Woe is me i i, I don't want to go back to poker i can't really work for espn because i don't know <laughs> what lebron james stats are <laughs>
0: <laughs> no i i think that's a great metaphor and i think it's a good it's like, yeah, if you have, if you can afford to be bold, be bold, and if you can't, maybe pull, it t- turn it back on the boldness. Stop. Uh, I'm, I'm talking to myself.
1: No, but well, if you can't afford to be bold,
0: well, sometimes you have to like make one big bold move, but just n- just be aware. You know, yeah, play I what just, you have. I can't,
1: to, to to like, you know, I don't want to speak to a to a situation that I haven't experienced and adapted to so i don't yeah you know i can only don't be afraid to to play experience yeah
0: yeah yeah don't lose everything just surviving Like
1: i know they're not out i know you're not out
0: well yeah but if you look at and not i
1: don't i can't tell you how to play i don't i just don't know i've not i've not lived it
0: well and like obviously life isn't a situation where only one person wins
1: but if the odds are that like one of most- my dad's biggest uh uh um like feelings of not regret but when he was just a poker player there's always that notion of there are times inherently where that game is a i win you lose game yeah where everybody can't win yeah and there are industries where everybody can win and he's he sort of for himself he turned poker into one of those industries where he turned it into TV where now all of a sudden everybody that he works with wins. We all get paid. I always say I joke, the only people guaranteed to make money at the World Series of Poker is our crew.
0: That's so funny. Well, but also like if you're in an industry that right now sustainably everybody can't win and like you run the risk of if I if I just do survival mode, may may end up losing in the end anyway. Maybe it's worth making the big, big, you know, big bold move because that may change your circumstances. That
1: big Jim Carrey graduation speech where he talked about his dad. He said, "I watched my dad fail at an industry that he didn't even like." Yeah, I watched that. Fail at things uh, you don't even like, and it's like, why not fail fail at something something you love? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, my heart. But that to me, I mean, that is not, not wellness. (laughs) That is absolutely part of the path to wellness. No,
0: absolutely. I think,
1: you know. How do you invest your time? How do you, how do you uh, assess your situation? How do you, I mean, what is therapy other than like, let's talk about your given circumstance and figure out how how to to work within it. it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, I mean, a thousand, ten thousand percent Like i think that's a great goal i think you know going like learning how to better util- utilize my circumstances and my time to yeah. enrich my life and the life of people around me that's a great goal i think yeah. that's a great thing you gotta to bring read the whole
1: table area. before you can make a play
0: you gotta know when to
1: hold them all right <laughs> that I.P., too that too <laughs>
0: <laughs> we miss all right
1: that was the, the funniest and saddest meme <laughs> Kenny Rogers dying in 2020 is the most no one to fold him thing I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. <laughs> oh man. I, I got a good laugh out of that. It was sad though.
0: I mean, it's cause it's painfully real is the truth. Yeah. That like, I was trying to find, I'm, I'm combing through a completely disorganized notebook. I bought one of those.
1: Oh, of our three, themes.
0: I bought one of those like, you know, sectioned off notebooks thinking, you know, oh, I'll use each different section for different things, but it's, I've just, foolish not I just am <laughs> using different areas for no reason um I was trying to find our themes but the point is this year what we're gonna do you guys is chunk in themes monthly so
1: it's gonna help us look into the future and get really interesting guests yeah we'll be able to plan for. ahead yeah
0: and and it may you know uh, I understand that like it may keep us from getting certain types of guests this year because there's they just plainly don't fit into the theme, but that's okay because there's going to be another year. And yeah. if someone comes everybody, across everybody,
1: everybody, seven billion people are all interesting. We can't have them all on the podcast.
0: Absolutely. Which, like, <laughs> God help me, I could if I if I could just ask every person, like, tell me about your life.
1: Like, oh, there's uh, like some social media account of just like people of New York. <laughs> just Humans of New York. Just, Humans of New York yeah, and just take a picture yes. and be like, "Who are you? What do you do?" <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, I found the page. Should I go over sure. our themes now? We're, we're also- at about
1: an hour 5, so.
0: Okay. Well, you know what? We're going to wrap up this free episode. And if you want to hear what the themes are ahead of time, yeah. Head over to Patreon for as little as a dollar a month, Patreon.com, you can get this full episode. You can get every full episode unedited, just raw, unfiltered. Um, and usually and way before they release on the, like as soon as we record, this drops in Patreon.
1: But oh, nice. you you guys are hearing it a week. And I would say, later. patrons, uh, once you hear that, don't be afraid to uh send people our way. If you see we're doing something and you're like, oh man, I know someone or I am someone who can speak to this topic,
0: absolutely. A- add us, yeah. Do
1: do add us. Send send
0: them to Patreon. At least send them to the podcast to subscribe. And if you haven't already, hit subscribe. Leave a rating and a review.
1: Is do at me a thing? I know don't at me is a thing. Like can we make do do at do me? At me. At <laughs> ignorance blessed be the do at me podcast. Like yes, do at me, do at, at me. me on on everything.
0: <laughs> Tag ignorance is blessed everywhere you can if it If if you think someone posting would like this, if you know an episode they'd like, fuck yes, share. (laughs) That can be a great New Year's thing too. Sharing the knowledge, sharing the wealth. Tell Even if it's not this podcast, if you're listening to this, you're likely someone who is a podcaster. You listen to podcasts, tell someone who is your friend who you don't normally talk about podcasts with, tell them about a podcast you like. Open them up to the world of podcasting. Some people are like, eh, it's too, I don't understand, it's newfangled. Old people. but It's radio. It's I It's the know. Least
1: fangled.
0: But some it's people like are like, I like my radio stations. I have Sirius XM. I understand podcasting. And it's like, that's not, no. Anyway. Good riddance to all of the free. Not good riddance. <laughs> uh, we'll see you next time if, if you're not going to the, the Patreon. All right, there you go. Sam Eskandani, producer of the year. Poker producer extraordinaire. Also, fucking just great life advice. If you want to hear the themes for the month before everyone else hears them, head over to patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed and get in there. Uh, And questions for Psalm? You want to hear more about him, more from him? Hit us up in in the Facebook group. That's ignorance is hashtag blessed idiots. And if you like the podcast and you have not already, please mash that subscribe button rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and share it with your friends because everybody's a little bit ignorant sometimes. Big, big thank you to John, Eric, Jean, Greg, Kathy, and Terry, exclusive members of the League of Extraordinary Idiots over on Patreon. I couldn't do this without you guys. Love seeing you. So grateful for the new year. I will be back in my own apartment soon. Maybe already be there by the time this drops. So we'll be back to our uh, crappy hours where we hang out and more. And I am looking forward to that. And I will not plug the Patreon anymore, but that is a level you can get in on. You can follow at Blessed Podcast on Twitter or at Ignorance is Blessed over on Instagram if you want to see faces for the people you hear hear from. That's great. Um, that's what that's there for. And I'm going to start trying to share more clips and more quotes and really get active over there as well. So hop on over at Instagram and let's, let's start socializing let's put the social and social media (laughs) for real though it's all I have please keep in mind that no guest is or claims to be a representative for every person who has a similar identity they're just one person sharing their own experience and ideas to help us get a peek at how things look from their situated position in the world if you have additional questions about any guest or you have a topic you'd like to hear covered especially if uh once you know the themes if the wheels start turning and you're like you know who would fit this perfectly hit me up. Do at me, as we said in this episode, at JMS Comedy on Twitter. Tag it in the Instagram is blessed Instagram comments. But the best way to make sure I see it is to join the Facebook group. Ignorance is hashtag blessed idiots. I mean, like the best, best way would be Patreon, but I will see all the Facebook posts as well. So get over there. Keep giving suggestions and keep asking questions because the more we ask, the more we learn, the more we know. And the more we know, the more we can look down on others who aren't as smart as we are. And isn't that the point? (sighs) Thank you for listening. And thank you for being patient with my ignorance. See you soon, idiots.